0: Iowa everywhere. We recommend listening to the CW Pod with a glass of Steeple Ridge bourbon. Mm. Grown, distilled, well rested, and bottled in Erling, Iowa. Now, from the Channel Seat Studios, this is the CW Pod,
1: fueled by Steeple Ridge.
0: What is up? I am so fired up for today's CW pod because I have a bunch of, or a couple of my old buddies in here, and they're going to teach me how to not be fat, <laughs> and hopefully you guys can <laughs> learn something from it, too. No, this will this will be great. Total self-deprecation mode coming up here. R- real quick, I do want, there is some irony here that we're going to teach everybody how to be healthier but we are presented as always by our friends at steeple ridge bourbon you can have a glass of bourbon and yeah, still be there. healthy right jeff here what are you, there
1: as long as you're not down in a fifth every day yes we're, we're okay
0: <laughs> i have this beautiful bottle of the sweet mash rye from steeple ridge in my hands right now i can have a drink and not be a total piece of crap of course you can Thank and you. especially yeah i mean quality ingredients
1: make sure you take it in moderation, just sip and enjoy. Yes. Get the quality stuff today's
0: show. So it's, it's new year's. A lot of people are, I do this every year. Okay. New year's Eve. I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to have as much as, as many of those mozzarella sticks as I want, because tomorrow I start a new life. And then I do really well in January and then the heat of the Big 12 season picks up and I'm on road trips and I start eating bad and then it's just like it's all gone. It's all gone by March. And I know there's so many of you guys out there specifically now women too we are not being sexist on this podcast. This is also this is also for women, but a lot of guys out there you are in the exact same spot as me. So I thought I would bring in my buddies Jeff Woody and Sean Lutsmann from Goldfinch Athletics. So Sean God, he's got stories about me. I was a fat tub of lard, what, 10 years ago when I started going to Sean's CrossFit gym. And he got this guy right here, Woody, got me yeah. into the best shape of my life. I'm not kidding. It, that. I was in the single best shape of my life, which is not saying much at all. And then I had a kid, and then I started my show at KXNO on top of Cycle One Fanatic, and I just quit going, and now I'm fat again. <laughs> we're tr- we're going to try and change that though. Newtze, welcome to the... Give us your background. Where are you originally from for our audience so they can get to know you a little bit?
2: I'm from small town Iowa, Wall Lake, Northwest Iowa. always say that. If you know where Carol's at, we're by Carol. Oh, yeah. So God's I'm,
0: country over there. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, went to Iowa State, graduated in 2008, um, did an internship at what was Acceleration Iowa for Jack Whitber mm-hmm. out of out of college and was lucky enough they were hiring for a full-time position. So. Trained a lot of athletes. Uh, started CrossFit in 2012 and basically been there ever since.
0: He's a beast too. Oh, hundred. You ever see Sean rip that shirt off in the back? <laughs> body fat like starts doing two, the pull-ups. It's like two percent. body a, fat. He's a, he's a monster. I we always
1: we always sit joke, there and salivate. We always joke about it because like yeah, I mean Sean's like what buck sixty five right now. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, last time uh, I was buck sixty five, I was in uh, eighth grade. I wrestled at one seventy one as a freshman. So wow just 2% body fat for Sean. I'm just not, I'm not quite there. I'm a different body type. Myself. We talk about this, but
0: you look good too, though. Jeff I honestly, I'm a, like, I've known you a long time. I remember when you got out of college. And compared to now, I mean you've trimmed down like you've got a really healthy looking figure. Yeah, you
1: twenty to thirty pounds
0: lighter, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm I I'm being hit Somebody's on, gonna yeah, I don't <laughs> even know.
1: Like I know it's weird, but hey, this but, is just just a couple guys
0: sitting around talking about personal health, right? So
1: I'm about twenty to thirty pounds lighter <laughs> than when I played. So I, I'm my last season I was kinda tipping over two fifty. Um my heaviest the scale ever said was two fifty eight. I'm in the the low to mid two thirties with a little bit of a kid weight. So uh now that's more comfortable at like 230 227 somewhere in there is where I usually like to walk around but i mean i feel better now than i did when i played so it is a little you bit leaner you look good
0: yeah you 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 really do. I mean, we were we were talking before we started too that i i had i used to live with a d1 offensive lineman and i mean he was it was scott stevenson you guys remember scott back in the day he was a center he was probably like 320 Gets done. He tried to do the NFL thing. Didn't work. He's now last I knew he was a cop in Orlando and I went down to visit him like a year, year and a half after we graduated and he looked and he was down to like probably like 240, like completely different body type. And he just looks so healthy.
1: You feel so much better too. Yeah. Like my knees hurt. My back hurt. My shoulders hurt. And it was just sort of like, oh, start doing exercising, eating consistently or eating right consistently over time. And then you get down to in the 220s, 230s, as opposed to be in the 250s. And just everything feels better, like physically, emotionally, joint wise. Go, I mean, everything just feels better the more you do it. I so mean, the,
0: the more consistent you get. Today's show is exactly what I want this podcast to be, is where I just bring in people who I like and who I think are interesting. And we go a mile deep on a topic and... Today, I'm hoping that we can help a lot of people out there. Now, eventually, you're just going to have to get off of your ass and do something about it if you want to lose weight. That's the only way you can do it. Everybody likes to talk about it. Everybody likes the um, diet pills, stuff like that. You've got to get off your butt and and do it and make good decisions. But my goal is that these guys, who I both really like and trust, and I know you guys will too, can help give us some tips. Goldfinch Athletics, real quick, Sean. So when I first met you, you had a CrossFit gym, and then you had Acceleration Iowa, which basically helps young athletes get faster yep. and stronger. Yep. What, what have you guys evolved into in the last 10 years? You're doing all sorts of stuff.
2: Yeah, so when we, when we were Acceleration Iowa, we were part of a franchise, uh, the Athletic Republic, and we basically got all of our high-speed treadmill workouts from them and plyometrics and stuff like that. Uh, we've evolved to our own program. Uh, we do a lot of ground-based speed stuff. Um, we added a strength and conditioning program we have different levels for you know we have our rookies program which is like what my girls do six seven eight to up to ten years old and then our basic program 10 to 12 years old and then we have like a high school and college age program so we've evolved to different levels of programming uh, more strength and conditioning we we realized that um, you know we want to serve as many different athletes as we can whether that's you know getting ready for um, a junior high or high school season or preparing for the next level. Uh, we kind of want to offer a little bit of everything. Well, and then
1: on the CrossFit side, so the, the businesses that are underneath the goldfinch athletic umbrella, I know there's four of them, which is, uh, it used to be North Ankeny CrossFit, which is what Sean started and it's where you went, mm-hmm. uh, it's still the same thing when we've been doing our own, our own programming on that, but basically we've been running it the same ourselves since 2013, 2012, yep. 2012. So, but that's been renamed to CrossFit Goldfinch. Uh, Goldfinch Sports Performance is what Acceleration Iowa is renamed to, to kind of bring everything together. Um, Huxley Fit Club, so we have an adult fitness program in Huxley, and then Goldfinch Speed, which is our program that we can take remotely. So working with one high school uh, in Western Iowa, West Central Valley over in Stewart, um, talking with another school to get there, and then Des Moines Public Schools, we're gonna be able to provide this service to them starting in the end of January. That's awesome.
0: awesome. Um, and man yeah. I'm proud of you guys thanks so business guys we're uh, with not the, just over in the corner doing pull-ups with our shirts off anymore <laughs> well we still
1: do
2: that we still, <laughs>
1: oh, what, some, I don't like working out not even self-consciously I don't like working out it. without a shirt because I don't want to touch anything with my wet torso that I then have <laughs> to touch sense. I don't like to work out with the shirt, <laughs> do so. you still do the beer
2: wads oh
1: yeah I, oh yeah I don't it's been, oh it's my hundred percent oh, well,
2: Our 12 days of
1: 12 Christmas. days 12, 12 days oh. of Christmas uh, it that is my favorite workout of the year because it's so absurd
0: I did that one time, not the 12 days one, but the beer wad where you go and you're doing pull ups and then you have to chug a beer and like that So was, this
1: one, this one now
0: horrible the, idea. The one that we do that
1: involves beer this year and it, it's non-alcoholic. So we're not trying to be, you know, not trying to start bad habits, but it's <laughs> like on the first day of Chris, a partridge in mm-hmm. a pear tree, two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. So you do one rep of something, then two reps of something and one rep of the first thing, then three uh, of something else, yeah. two of something else. And then you go 12, 11, 10, we're all the way up. Well, 12 is a 12 ounce chug Ugh. and then you have to go 11, 10, And we, when we program that we've done like six different versions and every single time the, the fun of programming is what do you want people to do immediately after chugging a beer oh. and it's, Absolutely, the most fun to watch the discomfort of people burping while exercising. It's hilarious. I
0: watch. It's, it's
2: handstand push-ups. After. Handstand so push-ups. You're gonna chug a beer and then you're gonna go upside down. And flip and you're upside down. We've done sit-ups push-ups.
1: before. We've done uh, box jumps where you have to like rattle around. Oh, it's so, yeah. I feel like It's, it's hard best. to prepare for what that feels like. And hey, some people have been training their whole life, Sean.
0: I still have scars on my shins from the old box jumps days. Well, you're supposed to land yeah. on the box. Yeah. You're supposed to. <laughs> that's that's the key. Um, okay, so. Sean, I'll start with you. For the for the guy out there, the gal, who's like me, who says, ah, oh, New Year, new me. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. Why, why in general does it not work? Because the stats say that most of the time a New Year's resolution doesn't work. Yeah, in your opinion, why?
2: And I like New Year's resolutions, especially when they're health-related. Um, I think they can be a great catalyst for you to make a change. Um, I don't think that... That alone will keep you motivated long enough to build a habit. And that's your goal, right? You want to build a habit yeah. where you can just do, whether it's eat healthy or work out every day. So you're going to need something else to keep you motivated. And I'm sure, Jeff, you're always full of weird facts. How long does it take to build a habit? Like, I don't, I don't know that. Uh, I... I I'm, I'm sure there's the, studies there, there's
1: there's a, some kind of study but it's got to be several I would imagine depending on the habit, it's got to be several hundred repetitions of that habit whether that's a day or a, a rep or when a you get,
0: action when you guys say a habit though Sean you're saying just make it a part of your day yeah like so, it's just like brushing your teeth
2: yeah so that's the way I am right now with with my fitness like I just wake up and go to the gym and we've had this discussion before me and Jeff have like I don't know how to not do that like it's just part of my day same with my nutrition I eat almost the same thing every day And I've just built that into my lifestyle and it took, I mean, I've failed so many times, but, and it took a long time. It takes discipline to do that, but you have to be motivated to do that. And like I said, a new year's resolution, great catalyst, but it's not going to keep you motivated, especially if you're not seeing results right away.
0: I would, I would recommend anybody, like the CrossFit thing, having done it for five or six years, whatever it was, it's super intimidating at first, like just the idea. Cause you turn on ESPN and there's, Mm-hmm. You know, and m- that's the CrossFit games, yeah. which for those that aren't aware what the
1: difference on that on that is. So the CrossFit games are the world championships of CrossFit. Yeah. And so a lot of times people are like, well, I can't do that. You know, they're doing muscle ups and they're <laughs> running 10 miles well, with weight vests or whatever. It, it's similar to saying, well, when you watch the Olympics and someone runs a 5K in 12 minutes, you're like, oh, I can't run that fast. I shouldn't start running. What's well, this? It's the same thing. It's like the best of the best of the best and comparing yourself to the best of the best of the best is kind of irresponsible in the same way that I'll never go running because I can't run a four minute mile. So yeah, it, it's, it's a faulty comparison for that. Well, when I
0: first started with you, I couldn't do a pull up. I never thought I'd be able to do a rope climb, you know, and, and I was doing all that stuff. I was doing Handstand push-ups and yeah, and just all goes, I mean,
2: you were showing up every day and getting yeah. consistently better. But think about that. One of the things we talk about with CrossFit a lot is the community. Yeah, and if you're, I mean. Your motivation is going to waver from time to time. Some days you don't want to go to the gym, some days you don't want to work out, but if you get to know the people in your class, it's almost like they're holding you accountable. It's like, Absolutely. I don't feel like working out today, but I want to go see Tom. I want to go see Maria. Yeah. See how their Old days school, going. Man.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. We we had a great we had a great community yeah. back then and you know, you lifelong friends. Yep, you get you, yeah. you work out with the the same people every day. You sweat next to them and it's yeah, you get to know them. And, so Jeff, not everybody is going to do CrossFit. Yeah, and I so, wouldn't expect everybody yeah. to do CrossFit. So, I guess what I'd like to do is I, if I get you guys a few customers, I think it'd be awesome because I've personally done it again. These guys got me in the best shape of my life and I frankly probably should go back. I feel like I need to put that on my resume. Look how fat he is now. Look at him when he was with yes. me, Jeff, if, if somebody out there is like they're wanting to do it on their own or they're wanting to, uh, what is a good playbook? I guess let's, let's say the goal is to lose 30 pounds. Cause I think a lot of people is like, oh, I'm going to start going on walks or would you, weights, cardio, where do you start? Um, Nutrition. There's, so there's a whole, like there's, there's multiple
1: layers to that conversation, but like the base pyramid of the, of the, the core or the causative thing for success. If you're trying to make a change lifestyle wise is it's consistency over time, full stop. That's it doesn't matter, consistency over time. If you're really big into walking, great, walk every day. If you're just trying to go from off the couch to moving at all, awesome, do it. And then when, uh, so my my in-laws who are 69 and 61 respectively, they just started at the gym and they're obviously doing different movements than Sean does, but one of the things that they are intent on doing and they do a really good job of is they're there Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning every morning, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, they're doing different stuff than, than we are. And while they're in there, they'll look at other people in the class. Like Susie uh, is a, a, an example. She's in her 50s and she's strong as hell. I mean, but she's been doing it for 10 years. And so my mother-in-law went, how is she so strong and it's consistency over time. Yeah. And then you look at somebody else and you go, man, how does that person run so fast? Consistency over time. Well, how does the person do it? the answer to pretty much anything is consistency over time. So then how does someone make a change? It's allow yourself the consistency and the time to be able to see if it's going to work, because one of the things that people tend to do is they'll jump off the bandwagon way too soon because they're not getting the result that they want. Well, the human body is one of the most complex machines that has ever been built or developed by any system or biology ever with between your brain and your emotions and your physiology and your musculature and your nervous system and all that stuff goes together. And so if you start exercising and you, you, you say, I want to lose 30 pounds in six months. Well, if you start a month later and you're two pounds up, this is stupid. I'm not getting it. And then you jump off the bandwagon. Well, who knows if that thing's actually working or not. So just doing something for a long time that you enjoy doing. So the, the more specific answer to what your question is, is where do you start? something that you actually want to do and then once you've established that want to do build the mechanism in that actually keeps you going and so for most people that's other people i mean that's one of the reasons why i really like crossfit and why i started doing it is it sort of took what you have in the weight room which is i don't want to like when you're playing football i don't want to squat today but i'm here i'm squatting with you know james white and james and i are going to squat today and let okay let's we're going to get this done old school yeah i'm not going to let James out squat me, but I don't want to be here today. But I'm going to do it anyway. Well, that sort of does the same thing. We're like, I, when I go, I, I'll describe like Sean was saying the community part, and you kind of experience this is that you form friendships with people that you do things with, especially hard things. That's yeah. why if you you go through this really business negotiation, the people you're going to travel to Taiwan to sign this thing with, you always kind of have this connection with that person because you did that hard thing together. Well, in a gym, everything's hard. It should be. It shouldn't be easy. If it's easy, it wouldn't be worth doing. And so you do this hard thing together, and then you have this little bond with somebody, and then you go, like you were talking about, uh, okay, well, I just like Tom. I'm going to go to the gym to see Tom and the hap- the thing that I happen to do with Tom is to exercise. And so that's the thing that keeps you going. And so picking something that you actually like doing, you can tolerate doing and then build a mechanism that you can actually do it together and then just give yourself enough time to see if it actually works. So I think the thing that people do, like I said, the thing that people do too much is they don't give themselves enough time or enough consistency to even see if the thing is going to work in the first place. Do you guys,
0: how much should people be weighing themselves? Cause I remember when I started with you, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna drop all this weight, and I actually gained weight, and my pants got really tight in the first because my I was working out my legs and my butt a lot stronger. My glutes hadn't ever had workouts like that (laughs) in my entire life, and right, like so, like talking about Chris's ass. (laughs) Oh, it is the truth. I remember it took like two, three months for me to start to lose weight yeah. from what I was doing. So I, I guess like if, if you're, you are you want to lose 30 pounds, should you weigh yourself every day? Should you once a week?
2: How, I feel could, like I'm a, I'm a bad example. I have never been able to gain weight I'm, on that side of the spectrum, yeah, must which be probably rough. drives He's a people crazy. I can
0: gain weight for the both of us, baby. I also, Samesies, man. Samesies. I
2: graduated <laughs> at, what, 125 pounds, graduated high, I was, uh, I was tiny. Uh, So I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum people probably that probably drives people crazy, but I'd be a bad a bad uh, He's like a
0: walking metabolism. Yeah, he is so
2: I (laughs) to
1: answer that question because I'm on the other side But I'll go on vacation for seven days and I'll come back eight pounds heavier like that is I can work in the weight gain department so there's two schools of thought depending on what your relationship with the numbers on the scale are so like one is if someone says I want to lose 30 pounds well, first, if, if we don't use, I personally, Sean, and I don't take on like personal training clients a ton, but if I was to, and when we do, uh, the first thing that I would say is why do you want to lose 30 pounds? Like, let's, let's go under one layer underneath that is, do you want to look better? Do you want to feel better? Cause if you want to look better or feel better, then let's just set that as the goal and the numbers will be what the numbers are going to be. And so if someone has never lifted a weight in their entire lives and they want to lose 10 pounds, and then we start doing, because weightlifting, but let's uh, a quick aside, weightlifting is one of the best things you can do for your bone health. Like just your bone and cardiovascular health, it's one of the best things you can possibly do. So let's say someone starts weightlifting because it's good for them. Well, if they've never lifted a weight in their life, and this happens a lot to, with women when they start, like I had this conversation with someone actually last week is they're like, when am I gonna start losing weight? Cause I've gone actually up eight pounds over yeah. the last four months. Well, musculature develops, muscle weighs more than fat. You just, you, you might get heavier. And so if you wanna lose 30 pounds because you wanna look better and feel better, you might actually look and feel better 10 pounds lighter, but you're going to go up six pounds before you come down. That person's body fat would be a lot. Yeah, substantially less. And your joints would be healthier. You'd be able to move a little bit better. You'd be stronger. So those things would get you the things that you'd want for that quote losing 30 pounds. So first I would just ask, why do we want to lose 30 pounds in the first place? Like what's the underlying desire for this? And then second is what's your relationship with numbers on the scale? Because I weigh myself every day. Now that's not because I want to say like, look at how fat or skinny I am. But dietary inflammation for those, it sounds like a crazy thing. But if I were to, like, I'll describe dietary inflammation as something like you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, eat the hottest wings of all time and chase that down with four or five vodka lemonades, like your gut the next morning, like you're gonna, it's gonna feel like you're you're gonna shit a fireball. And like, (laughs) that's been there. So that feeling in your stomach, that's just inflammation. Daddy just
0: did that earlier this week, talking
1: <laughs> about Mike and for everybody. But like that feeling, that's inflammation. And that happens on like a, a bigger, smaller scale. Except I was everybody. drinking
0: steeple Ridge bourbon, of course, of course, you yeah. would never do anything other
1: than, no, of course. Um, but that it's, it, it's going to change. So I, I weigh myself every day because then I know that if I something, if I was two thirty-three. On Tuesday, and then I was 236 on Wednesday, I didn't gain three pounds of food overnight. Something I ate yesterday made me feel bad. So I can just go back and look kind of like, oh, okay, what did I have yesterday? But to finish the if you weigh yourself, if the numbers like people who have had eating disorders in the past who don't have good relationships with the numbers, if yeah. they see I'm 163, oh my God, I'm fat, and then you start having this bad mental spiral. If the point is to look better and feel better, who gives a shit what the number is. And so yeah. depending on what your relationship is, so I use it just as like a, like a, a, a data point. It doesn't have any positive or negative association. I of 236 today. Okay, move on. But for some people that have a bad relationship with it, who gives a shit what you weigh that mm. doesn't really matter if you're looking to look better and feel better. So yeah. How, how often should you weigh yourself? I mean, for me, if you can detach the number from feeling, do it every day, but if you can't detach the number from feeling and you find yourself being mad at it,
0: don't do it. So for me, I don't know if I'm going through like a midlife crisis or what probably been doing that for the last 20 years, to be honest. It's just like, I probably, when I first started working out with you, Sean, it was like, I want to look better. Like I, you know, have a little more muscle, you know, instead of a six pack, which I've been walking around with, we'll have a, go for the eight pack, you know, I'm kidding everybody. <laughs> um, but now I'm almost 40 and it really is a just general health thing like to be there when my girls walk down the aisle to be there for grandkids. Like that's where my motivation is now. And I'm, I'm guessing that will resonate with a lot of people out there. So with a guy like me, Sean, I guess, where, where would you wreck? Is it just the, the movement thing? Or, I mean, is like, wh- how much of it I guess is nutrition versus exercise too? Cause that's always one that I think people get tripped up on.
2: i Again, as someone who's never been able to <laughs> Sean could weight, eat an entire pizza. <clears throat> I, I could, like, I, I, I just wouldn't gain weight, but I would feel, I'd feel awful. And I built the habit of like fitness, like working out every day like that. Just naturally over, you know, multiple decades, I've just been working out. Like most people I've struggled, like I've tried to eat clean in the past. It's like, oh, I want to get the beach body ready. Let's yeah. lock it in. Or, oh, I have a CrossFit competition and I want to do well, lock it in. But those never were really good motivators for me. Like I'd be motivated at times, but then sometimes I want some Oreos. Sometimes I want some pizza. It's like, yeah. um, And I'm kind of in the same boat. We're close to the same age and we have kids that are the same age. And it's like, I start to think about different things and different things motivate me. Um, And like Jeff was just talking on too. uh, The biggest motivator for me was how was I feeling? Mm -hmm. Like if I feel good and I never realized that before, like Jeff, what's the CrossFit saying the absence of health, Isn't yeah, the absence of disease disease is not health. health. I never felt bad in the past, but I've really locked my nutrition in in the last about two years and I feel good. Yeah, and once you understand what it feels like, like to feel good every single day, have good energy, have good sleep habits, like I don't want to eat anything else. Like, I that's why I have the habit that I have. I don't want to eat pizza because I know what it's going to make me feel like.
0: Yeah, just gonna feel good.
2: So, nutrition, I think it's the hardest. Discipline to, to build just because you almost have to always be motivated for it. Like well, it's really easy to say, Oh, there's just a couple Oreos." And We're,
0: we're just constantly being bombarded by everything. ads and yeah. you know, everything. Like, yeah. So, I mean, even it's just, that's the thing for me, like it, it's hard, especially when you're on the road a lot. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I can't, like, I can't imagine traveling all the time. Like
2: I prepare all my food at home. Like there's no yeah. way you can do that on the road. So that's hard to do. So I think nutrition plays a very big piece. Um, probably more than in the past I hadn't realized
0: Woody the one thing I always can go back to is like is water Mm -hmm. how like to me like I can always tell like my face will get dry Mm -hmm. you know like I just I look puffy is, isn't that just something that anybody can do is just drink more water too? Yeah. Like it sounds so basic, but like just in your general health. Yeah, there's actually, I mean, talking about water, just hydration, like
1: the simplicity of stuff. Um, one of the things like I would encourage people to do is not overcomplicate everything. And the, a, a simple way to, whether it's look better, feel better, lose weight, change your physique or whatever. Like I said, it's consistency over time. But how do we do that? Well, nu- to me, just to answer the question you asked to Sean, like nutrition is probably like 80% of what you're gonna deal you
0: with. You always tell me that and that's why I always fail because I don't eat well, honestly. <laughs> it, it's, it really, I mean, really what goes <laughs> like, in your face, it doesn't really, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter as
1: much what you do, it's just what goes in your face hole. Like that's the, the problem. And so like to simplify this, eat things that are as close to what you could get in nature as you could. Now that doesn't mean you're going to like eat a live chicken.
0: So things in cardboard boxes or things we want to stay away
1: from. And just as a general rule, if you think about the layout of any grocery store, shop the outside. Outside. Yeah. And, and like that's that's a thing that like some people may have heard and some may not have heard it because if you think of what's on the outside, it's the produce department, it's the fresh bakery, it's going to be the the meat counter and it's going to be in the refrigerated section, which is going to not have preserved it because it has to be cold in order for it not to spoil. So shop the perimeter, the more you go in the inside of the store, the more that stuff has to be shelf stable for a long time. When of its shelf stable for a long time. Well, Things in nature grow mold. And if it doesn't mold, then it's not probably something that your body's used to having digested over the course of time, whether the good Lord, whether you believe the good Lord made it or people have evolved into it. We haven't had enough time to figure out how to digest high fructose corn syrup. Like we just don't know necessarily what that looks like. So eat on the perimeter of the grocery store, stop when you're full. And then as far as exercise, just do something, something every day. And that's really like, if you do those three things, as far as eat naturally or whole ingredients as naturally as you can exercise a little bit every day, and then stop when you're full, you would be amazed at how much effectiveness you can get out of just doing that, not doing anything crazy. Psychologically. Why do we want
0: more? Why do you want more food? Yeah. Like we all do it, man. I am full, but that pizza was amazing. I need one. I think it depends
2: on what you're eating too. Can you overeat like apples?
0: I don't know like so for me right. like with my
2: diet i could it'd be hard to eat, overeat apples really. yeah
0: you know what i mean though like i know i can
2: overeat that so that my, pizza my general oh, yeah. rule is i'm gonna go a good protein first with all my meals yeah and like i can't like i physically if i'm just eating steak like i'm not gonna overeat steak like when i don't want to eat anymore like when i'm full i'm just done but like pizza like i can sit and i can pound a whole pizza and then 30 minutes later i'm gonna feel terrible yeah but like jeff was talking to with you know grocery shopping and staying on the outside Um, that's where i found success is just looking at ingredients actually we like to talk about our kids so i have a really good story about harper so harper knows the ingredients that's your my daughter daughter. she's 10 years old she knows what's good and what's bad she can look at an ingredient label and be like i can't have this so we're in we're in v, and we get larabars uh for our snack there's like four or five ingredients harper doesn't like larabars so i'm like you know what you can and cannot have. All right, you can look down this whole aisle, the health aisle in hy I don't care. If you find something, show it to me, we'll get it. So we're there for like literally five or six minutes. She's looking at every single label. Finally, she just gives out a big, Ugh, why is there sunflower oil in everything? <laughs> and this guy who's probably about my age looks at me and I just shrug my shoulders. I'm like, what 10 year old? Chip off the old block? What 10 year old is gonna say that? But um, that's one of the things, you know, that like we talk about motivating Uh, just for living healthier for your kids. Like I like to pass some stuff like that along to my kids to help them live a healthier lifestyle too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just, that's what's so tricky. And I've tried counting calories. Mm -hmm. And that to me is just, you know, there's these apps. Have Mm -hmm. you
2: ever? It's so hard. Have you ever tracked your macros?
0: No, but I've been told that that's like the best way to go about it. It's easier to do. Well, it's easier and more accurate to do than calories as far as how you're going to feel. That's my thing with the counting calories. It's like, okay, well, I have this lunch meeting and it's at Outback and I get the soup and a salad. Like, you know, a lot of those things. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what these people are putting in this, you yeah. know? Like, yep. it, it, oh, okay, I'm going to go to this smoothie place over here. Like, well, what's in it? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like some of those smoothie places, you're just getting sugar bowls.
2: Yeah, you don't know what's in it. It's really not
0: healthy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, the, um, I don't know, the, one of the other things, I don't, I don't know if this is necessarily like a little bit of a side tangent. One of the things that you're talking about is like, why do we do things? Yeah. Um, humans have a remarkable capacity to bury their heads in the sand. A remarkable capacity, myself included. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. So like using the example of, I want to lose, use the example of the guy who wants to lose 30 pounds. He wants to look better, feel better. And then you look in the mirror, you go, I don't like this and then you go to a gym when you feel uncomfortable and then you go, well, I don't wanna go back. I hated doing that. Bury your head in the sand and then you don't go again. And I mean, how many people have done, I've done I've myself done it. The reason why I started working out at a CrossFit gym was because I was 258 pounds. Cause I was like, this is, I don't like the way I look. Well, I, I'm gonna be embarrassed if I go into a gym and then I go into a gym and I'm embarrassed and I don't like it. So then I bury my head in the sand. And I'm still 250.
0: Isn't that all, like why a lot of people don't
1: start? Yeah, it's because you're take, embarrassed. Yeah. And so then the, the thing that, that again, everybody does this: is they bury their head in the sand and say, "Well, I don't want to be embarrassed, so I'm just going to stay where I'm at." Well, then you look in the mirror another four months later, and you still don't like it. Well, nothing is going to change unless you change. Like that's it. There's no other. There's no mechanism. There's no magic shortcut. There's you'll see like that like the shot you can get in your belly that like calms your cravings. Okay, well, yes, that can kind of work, but it also then can paralyze your GI system, like because it's injecting a hormone into yourself. That your body then doesn't make that hormone anymore and so then if you remove that then you can't use it anymore like then your but your body doesn't know how to work so there's no shortcut to it it's literally just if you want to change something you have to change something and that's a a thing that like when whatever you go to a gym and i'm not even saying you have to come do crossfit i think it's the best sean thinks it's the best but if you don't want to do it that's fine just do something that you can consistently do and get over at least a little bit of the fear and like the rationalization that you say I'm embarrassed. Everyone's going to think I'm fat. I can't come to the gym or I suck at this. Well, every person who is in shape was at one point out of shape, unless they were born with abs. Like everybody, everybody there speaking for ourselves at uh, a CrossFit gym, when people come in and they look at people like lifting heavy weights, or they've got six packs or doing muscle-ups or whatever, they're like, oh, these people are going to think I'm such a turd. I know for a fact, because I've been here long enough, I've seen those people come in at 40 pounds heavier than they are, or not able to do, not able to even hang on the rig, let alone do a pull-up or people who couldn't do a deadlift because their back was injured because their lower body or their lower back and hamstrings were so underdeveloped. They couldn't actually do a deadlift with an empty bar. Like Mm -hmm. those things, everybody there started somewhere. And so someone's embarrassment of fear of starting prevents them from continuing. And then they'll bury their head in the sand to say, I don't want to be embarrassed. So I'm not going to go. And so it's just being able to
2: convince yourself that like, that's okay. I like think no yeah. one, we've all been there. We've all been and there. Nobody cares. Like most of the people in our classes can't pay attention to what they should be doing themselves. and not yeah. paying attention to anybody else.
0: Having said that you're, you're exactly right. Going through my experience with it. Like you're all, you're all just wanting to get it done. And that's, and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like I am not focused on what yeah. Jeff is doing yep. in the corner. It's in and it. And, that, and that's, that's the glory of it too. It's like when, when I would go with you guys compared to when I work out at home well I mean there's 15 other people around me that are still going at the whistle I got to get going too do you find
2: it harder harder to work out on your own
0: yes I do too It's the same because at home like oh I'm tired I can sit here and yep that's what I loved about CrossFit was so I was getting the I like to lift I hate running yep I hate running If I never ran again, I would be the happiest man in the world. But I also know I need cardio. When I liked the idea of CrossFit because it was lifting and I was still getting the cardio. When I do it at home, it's just not the same because I, oh man, my cardio is starting to pick up, my heart rate's up. Oh, I'm going to sit down and look at my phone for three minutes and and catch my breath. Yeah.
1: And for some people, if you're doing like powerlifting, you actually want that. Like depending on what your goal is, if you're trying to become like, the world's heaviest back squatter, like neuromuscularly, you need to do a set That's and then sit me. there for five minutes. Like, But most people aren't trying to become the world's greatest power lifter, at least when we're talking more like workout specifics. Yeah, being able to just come in for an hour and do something and and talking about like the, no one's judging you, like that that applies to a yoga studio, Pilates studio, uh, You know, uh, any workout class, a Zumba class, no one's looking at you being like, look at this idiot. Everyone's going, what am I doing? How am I going to do this? This hold is hard. This lift is hard. This uh, ab crunch is hard. Like all these things are the the judgment that you feel on
2: yourself is put there by yourself, not by anybody else. I love like with CrossFit, you come in and hopefully you can just shut your brain off from everything else that's going on in your life and just focus on your fitness and like you have someone telling you what to do helping you out coaching you and you're going to do it with some pretty cool people
0: see that's what i don't like i have a peloton at home and it's so easy to pick up my phone during a down period of yep. the workout or whatever and I, I and i always do it and because it, it, it's it thing's a terrible ter- mm. it is and um okay Having said that again, I, I hope I can get you guys some new people in the gym because I I swear by it. I've done it before. It's it's fantastic. Not everybody's going to do that. The, the the one good thing we have going for us now that didn't exist when I started with you is there's all these good things you like apps. It's like there's one app that I did for a while and it worked like crazy. It's like a push-up app that gets you to do so you're doing 100 push-ups every single day and like you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to start at 40 and then it works you up and mm-hmm. like... Those are good things too, right? Jeff to yeah. just keep you, cause if you're a guy like me, I need a checklist mm-hmm. every day. I have, okay, these are the 20 tasks I have and I'm checking them off. I like that when it comes to fitness as well.
1: Yeah. And I, I would say the thing that I like about doing class-based fitness, and I'm going to include CrossFit in this, but this is again, orange theory, yoga, whatever, is that the hardest part for me when I was working out by myself, which there was a period between graduating. I did pro day in 2014. And then I started doing CrossFit in August of 2014. So there's like a six month period between March and August or whatever, however many months that ends up being that I was working out by myself. My background is at that time. So I got my bachelor's in kinesiology. I was getting my master's in biomedical sciences. I had been a football player for five years at Iowa State four years before that had been lifting since I was like 11. If anybody had the like the motivation and knowledge of what to do by yourself, it was me. I still didn't go mm. because I just didn't want to, I didn't like going, you know, you put your headphones in, you don't talk to another soul. You just walk in, you have an excuse because someone texts you or you have this project that needs to get done, or you're thinking about something else, or your music's not quite right, or you're not feeling it. And all these different things can happen. And when I went to a CrossFit gym, the thing, one of the first things that happened is you just put your phone, you come in, in your street shoes and you put your keys in your phone and your shoes, and then you walk into the class and everybody else is present doing the same thing and then you get to interact with other human beings like human beings without phones you just get to talk to them about their lives their days whatever the coach then tells you what you're doing you don't have to come up with any plan you so the difficulty that i would have when i was working out by myself is what am i doing this week and you have this note the spiral notebook and you have mondays this and tuesdays this and wednesdays this well then you either have to find something online or vet something to buy it or go through this whole thing and then you buy six weeks then you got to find out another thing afterwards and that itself is cumbersome enough to where people will just not go because they don't want to come up with something so i i love the fact in class-based things again crossfit orange theory yoga pilates whatever you show up and the workout is made for you you just exist right there you
2: do your own stuff like you're talking about like you find a program and Three or four weeks you don't like it. You jump to another program. Then yeah. three or four weeks you don't like it. And then you jump to another program. I feel like that's pretty common too.
0: One of the problems I always have too, Sean, is that when I'm doing it on my own, I tend to lean towards the lifts and stuff that I like. Absolutely. Absolutely. As opposed to like who wants to do squats? Yeah. Exactly. Who wants to do burpees? Who yeah. wants to, you know, that's, it's like, oh, I'll do bench press again for the fourth time. That this sounds week. that's exactly what I did in college for five years. Uh Bench press every day.
2: That was my upper body workout. And lower body was pickup basketball. I didn't squat, <laughs> didn't deadlift. And that's why I got chicken legs.
0: You don't really, when you, you guys, that's why I'm having you here. When you do that though, you don't really gain because is muscle confusion real? Is that a thing? Like, do you, do you believe in I that? Mean, or, yes and no. It, it, like, if if you
2: just. Actually, it, I haven't heard that term for a while. So okay. muscle, it, can, yeah. That's, okay, okay. So
0: what the theory on that is for people, like, is that your body will just get used to doing the same workouts and it's harder to gain you have
2: to apply a different stimulus yes otherwise i mean if you do the same things over and over and over again you're not going to get any results so
0: yeah yeah, so if i'm doing if if i'm a guy and i'm like i'm gonna do five sets of five bench and i do it three times a week
2: yeah eventually you're, you're just gonna Not gonna work
0: now now here the reason for that
1: like the mechanism behind that is the fact i mentioned that the body is like a super the most complex machine of all time yes your body's also the most hyper efficient slash lazy machine of all time and so if you give it the same stimulus a whole bunch of times you read the same book let's i mean you you have kids right like you You've read how many children's books have you read that it's the Ugh. same freaking story that you know exactly what it is and every time this is where the rabbit goes and it's you crazy. can you can
0: read the words faster. All Your these brain, books are about princesses and gnomes. I don't. I, I got nothing on gnomes. my daughter is
2: obsessed with gnomes.
0: What is the deal did with you know gnomes? That I,
2: did you know that a gnome that you cannot see in their eyes is a gunk? I did not know that. I got like thirty of them <laughs> sitting around my house right now. <laughs>
0: what every children's book has a gnome reference somewhere, I don't, Jeff, I've, you will I'm learn not this. there yet. You'll get not there, there yet. She's only
1: six weeks old. You'll get there. there. The yet.
0: gnomes are about to overtake your life. <laughs> but like you. the the
1: when you're reading through that children's book, the number of times that you do it, you can read faster, right? Because you've your body has grooved that mechanism to say, This is how I do it. So your brain then orients your eyes to that thing. Well, physical activity is the same thing. That's why golfers get better with more golf. Like you just practice at it more and that's a really high skill thing. So it's a little bit different of a task than fitness, but you get better at something because your brain programs your neuromuscular system to do that thing more efficiently. And by more efficiently, it means by using less energy to do the same thing. Well, if exercise is the, the practice of burning energy and I'm getting more efficient at doing the same thing and I'm burning less energy by doing the same thing, doing the same thing over time, I'm going to get less and less and less and less of my like systematic results from that same thing. So I'm
0: guessing most guys listening to this need to do more with their core and more with their legs, more with the, am I wrong? I would say, what
1: were the, what would you say the two of the 10 components of fitness? What'd you say that that guys are the worst in the two that
0: they're worst?
2: Flexibility, like flexibility in there. Number Um, one. That's See that's a
0: thing for me. If I don't stretch, I feel it so much.
2: And I think that's even more important now, like compared to when you were doing CrossFit ten years ago. For both of us, we're the same. Just age. like that's and that's one thing. The
0: older you get, I remember
2: there was one year I told myself I was going to do like yoga and stretching for my New Year's resolution, and like that lasted a week. And like, and I wish I. Well, that have, yoga is no
0: joke if yeah. you if you're doing it like the but hard yeah, way. Yeah, that,
2: that's probably one of the big ones. What else are you thinking?
1: Cardiovascular, like, cardiovascular fitness. Yeah. respiratory fitness. Yeah. Oh, two, so those two, usually with dudes, unless you come from like a running background, but guys generally can have like muscle stamina. You can hold something for a while, just heart rate. So flexibility and
0: cardiovascular endurance. Those are the two things that I would say. throw
2: some coordination in there. I like, which is one of my favorite things to, mm-hmm. to do.
0: All right. As we wrap this thing up, Jeff Woody, your key to not being fat in 2024. For uh, any Joe Schmo that's out there listening and they don't want to be fat anymore, you can tell them one thing to do that's easy. Is it, is it just get started? What is it for you? I would say it's two things. I'm going, to, things. I'm going to take your one and, and make it two. The There's one right. rule. Jeff. Yeah. Come on. You had it's one job,
1: one rule. It's get started doing anything. And then a second one is give yourself enough grace that you keep doing it. Because like when a lot of times people will do this thing and they, you know, the 75 hard, that's another thing that a lot of people will do, or they they see this, which I think is, a again, a great catalyst, a good kickstart to what you're doing but they'll do this 75 hard or I'm going to do workout every day, or I'm going to go three times a week. And then you don't go for a week and then you go, or, and then the next week you go, why well, I, I didn't go last week. So what's the point of even going this week? Or you get out of habit and then you kind of get down on yourself for not doing it. And then the shame kicks in that you didn't go and then you just stop going. Well, just give yourself enough grace. That, like everybody screws up. Like I I try my goals. I want to get into the gym 5 days a week and actually work out either with a class or by myself 5 days a week. I've got a 6-week old baby at home and we're getting it's the new year and you own a gym. Like It's hard. It's busy. Now. The kids thing changes everything. I only got in 3 times last week and I wanted to go 5. So do I feel bad about myself? Are you just going to stop? No. No, not really. I'm just going to go again. I've come back 4 times this week. I plan to go tomorrow morning. So like the Giving yourself grace that you ha- that you can consistently do it because the only way, full stop, no excuses, no shortcuts, no anything is consistency over time. That's it. There is no magic pill. There is no magic formula. There is nothing yeah, that will get you, you there other than
0: consistency over time. Magic pill? There's all these supplements out there. Everybody's doing the supplements. They're trying to sell you their supplements. Do you believe in those, Sean?
2: Uh personally, no. I, I which I have no experience with them. I just I don't I don't use them.
0: They, they they seem in many cases rather dangerous too because the USDA doesn't really test these things. Yeah, that's why I'm the I I've just done. don't
2: know enough about them to to use them, and that's Jeff? why I don't like to.
0: I actually used to sell supplements for a
2: nutraceutical
1: oh, yeah. company for two years. Um, Are there some good, some bad? What some you- some good, some bad, but really, supplement is a term. That is, if you break down the term, it's supplementary. It is something that you should do in and, addition to other things you're already doing. So it, it is not a replacement. So if you're looking for something like a, I want something like a fat burner to be able to accelerate my fat loss, it should supplement workouts. It should also
0: then be used as a complement to what you're actually doing. So there you, is no replacement. If you just go to Pizza Hut and drink a ton of beer, you're not. Gonna, and then burner. you take your fat burner. That's not going to make you. lose hey, weight. It ain't going to do. If it, it does. Let me know. Godspeed. Yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> you need a you need
1: a fat gear.
0: Yeah, yeah. The those things too. Like anytime I've ever tried any of that stuff, like it, it just doesn't set well with my gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, really. For some reason, Sean. What is? How do you? What supplements do you
1: take? I don't take any supplements. What supplement? I also don't take any. And well, the, that's good.
0: And the, you two are the most in shape people I know. Probably is so. eating.
1: Like I said, eating the outside of the grocery store so my goal is to eat a cup that's of, your that's your supplement the yeah, broccoli eat, eat a cup of vegetables with every meal like if Ooh, you can do that, like that. <laughs> that's for me because i'm a guy who can gain weight is eat a cup of vegetables every meal that's whether it's chopped up mushrooms and onions with an omelet in the morning or like scrambled eggs and then a salad as a side for lunch and then some roasted vegetables for dinner like it doesn't have to be complex but eat a cup of vegetables with every meal and then Eat things, again, that are as natural as you can possibly find them. So uh, a chicken breast that you get is a little bit better than chicken nuggets because the processing that has to go into it. So that's the supplementation. And if you are at that point, I would imagine, I'm, we're not nutritionists or dietetics, but I would imagine at that point, if you're doing that and you still need something, that's when supplementation comes in.
0: I just thought of something too, Sean. You'll, I don't know if you've heard me tell this story. The majority of our audience has heard it. Have you heard my laxative story? No. <laughs> Jeff, you have. Jacqueline
1: right? just rolled her eyes hard.
0: You've heard it. Should, you? I,
1: should I have said yes so we so, don't repeat this? <laughs> Aiden, I, how many times have you heard this so far? I've got to pull... Only a couple times. I've oh, okay. got
0: to pull up a photo of when if I was it's working poop, out with you. It. Because, like, I looked... There was about a year span there where I looked like a skeleton compared to what I am now. And... I this is when I was working out with you on a daily I bet my body fat was a third of what it is now. I had I thought this is this is crazy. I thought for like 14 months that I was taking a fiber pill. It was fiber lax I was taking. (laughs) You hadn't heard this?
2: Oh Oh, my god. For 14 months. God bless.
0: God bless your wife. So she she stumbled upon this. Again, I I was up in Minneapolis going to a Vikings game. This was a Saturday night. She FaceTimes me, and she finds her father. My father-in-law was there, and he had forgot his fiber pills. And she's like, oh, Chris has some. And he's like, I'm not taking that. And she she calls me, and she goes, do you take this? I go, oh, yeah, every day. So I've been taking this laxative every day for 14 months. And literally, like... (laughs) It's why I didn't work out in the mornings that often at the time because I was just shitting (laughs) nonstop. But my point is, I was working out with you, like the hardest workouts of my life. And I'm just training every calorie I was consuming. Oh. And I like I was like to the point where I was really skinny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine so. Imagine so. (laughs) And then like it was it was a bitch because we we discover this. Right around when we're, you know, we got kids, and then I stopped working out, and it was like, boom, 30 pounds heavier, just like that. Wow. Yeah, I never told you that. <laughs> I never told you that. So I, I was doing these these really hard ass workouts, plus just draining every calorie that was I going into my body.
2: I don't recommend. That. No, yeah, don't, was,
0: don't do that. The worst part is the aftermath. It of takes the your toilet, or are you talking about well, that, <laughs> that too? <laughs> I mean, I had, like, an office set up in our bathroom. <laughs> I, didn't have a, I didn't have morning meetings. Like, it was brutal. The aftermath of, like, your colon recovering from that. Because these things say don't take for more than 10 days.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, Chris. I took
0: it for 14 months. Have you shit since? Oh, yeah. I still don't think it's right.
1: God bless it. So sorry,
0: for, but I, I for had a household. Well, it, it, I just saw, that's why I was probably so skinny because I certainly wasn't eating the way you guys are telling me to eat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that right mm-hmm. now. That's so that's, the, that's the moral of the story. Don't go. I, I <laughs> don't, would not recommend laxatives. Don't to take else. laxatives for over a year. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you'd never heard that. No, I'd never heard that. Yeah, story. I mean, I've told it probably four or five times over the years. And the only reason it came to light is because Travis Hines from the Des Moines Register was with me in Minneapolis when that happened, and he brought it to the light of day however many years ago. Of course he did, because that's a story that should live yeah, in the indeed. light of day. You took it, a
1: laxative for 14 months and I, didn't recognize the fact
2: that... Honest mistake. Honest I'm pooping
0: mistake. a lot. I'm pooping a lot I didn't more. realize it, but I thought it was the fiber. <laughs> I
2: still, was You like, still wanted to keep taking it? I blame
0: the doctor myself, because he told me... I had a, I had gotten a colonoscopy, honestly, it all came down to like stress and anxiety and like just all this crap, literally, literally. Yep. <laughs> and he told me, he's like, Oh, all those, all those supplements are the same Buy the cheapest one, the generic one, he's like, I want you to take fiber and I want you to take a probiotic and it'll help you. So I bought the cheapest one it was and it happened to be aisle. the laxative. And then I'm the idiot that didn't figure it out, and I kept buying the same one over and over yeah, again. What,
2: what if your wife wouldn't have
0: found that? Oh, I mean, I I may not have a stomach right now. You know, I could I could be dead. Just death by shitting. I would love to have like them taken like an ultrasound of like my organs and stuff. At that, I mean, I bet everything was just on fire. It's like Think a ketchup it. bottle at the very end of the bottle, <laughs> 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 where you just gotta squirt it out and just go. <laughs> huh. Put it that way. It's a good way to. It's a good way to end the conversation. Thanks, fellas. This was fun. Maybe you could find a way to get me back into that gym sometime. Just need to get to Bondurant. I would yeah. love to. Yeah, it's the hardest part for me is just driving to Ankeny, and I could do it pre-kids. You know, yeah, I would love to do it though. So maybe maybe we'll get that done. I hope I hope that some Ankeny residents or maybe young people in the area that want to be challenged will give you guys a work, and then also. You guys do a lot with kids too so i know a lot of people mm-hmm. out there kids are looking to you know get better yeah and as a as a sort of a shameless plug for, yeah, go so for it. goldfinch sports performance if you're interested in any of the
1: adult programs or youth programs that we have goldfinchathletics.com there you there's go there's an adult tab and a youth tab but one of the things that just talking about kids specifically um one of the things so tucker Herzberg is our director of sports performance uh, and he works with all of our kids he's kind of oversees all of it and One of the things that he very clearly stated when we actually brought him on to kind of reshape where the program was, is that the first thing that we want to do with any kid is give them a good relationship with exercise. And when I look at what my relationship with exercise was growing up, it was a means to an end. It's something that I want to be faster on the football field. So I will exercise. Well, when you then no longer have a reason, aka football, to exercise, that means the end isn't there, so the means isn't worthwhile. So one of the things that we always try and do with every kid is make exercise a thing worth doing in and of itself. And the byproduct is you get better at sports. But if you can build a good relationship with kids and exercise, then when they don't have a reason for it, there's no reason to stop because the reason for exercising is just cause they like doing it. And so with kids and I, tr- I think we try and do the same thing with adults. It's just a little bit harder because there's more habits that are built in. Is that the point isn't to get in shape and get, get a six pack for summer. The point, like you were talking about, whether it's with adults, uh, adults is a little bit different, but with adults, it's my ideal with adults would be that. You know, every once in a while you see that like World War II veteran who runs the hundred meter dash and he's, you know, the, the hundred-year-old division of the hundred meter dash. And he runs it in like 31 seconds, but he's still a hundred meter, hundred years old and he's out there running. If we had of our clients, we had five heats of that hundred-year-old division still running hundred meter dash kind of stuff. That's perfect. Yeah. I don't really give a shit how much you squat now or what your mile time is. It's can we get you to enjoy doing this activity do this healthy thing for as long as you can that when you're 60 70 80 90 100 years old you still have functionality to it and then for kids it's starting them on that path of doing it i don't care i mean i want you to come into crossfit because yes i think it's the best thing for you because i do it sean does it but it doesn't have to be the best thing for you but our goal is to give you a good relationship to exercise that you want to do it not that you have to do it and if you do that over time then that just becomes a thing that you cannot not do and no matter who you talk to doctor veterinarian what disease state is not made better by proper exercise and nutrition every single thing is made better by that so that's the thing we try and do so Goal movement 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 and proper nutrition doesn't matter what it is whether you're talking a disease like diabetes whether you're talking things like cancer it doesn't matter what it is a disease state is made less bad or better by proper exercise and nutrition so goldfinchathletics.com. If you want to get uh, started, we have one location in Ankeny. We have a location in Huxley for our adults, for our kids. We have a location in Ankeny, Huxley, and starting this month in Nevada and also starting at Des Moines Public Schools in uh, the end of this month through community education.
0: You guys know me too. I'm a big locally owned guy. I love it. And these guys are just good people that are here and support them. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thanks, Chris. Been a long time. Yeah, It has been a long time. We will be back uh, next week. And I don't know what we're doing yet, but we've got Aiden who is now our full-time producer here. So the CW pod will keep growing here on Iowa everywhere. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, Get your butt off the couch and go do something. There you go. That's a way to send people off later. Iowa everywhere. (laughs)